Ethos. If life is hard right now and you're really going through the thick of it, I know things are difficult. There's a war going on, gas prices, groceries, everything's more expensive. You know, hopefully you've not checked your retirement accounts recently. When everything seems to be falling apart, how do you find the positive? Like, is there positive? This is the Next Simple Step Podcast. I'm Paul Goldsmith. Angela, help us out here. Complete disclosure here. For the past two weeks, I feel like I've been in this place of everything's just a pile of just suck. Okay. You know, we all have those times. And yeah, there's a lot of tough stuff happening in life right now. This is my hack. This is my go-to. This is my number one thing that I always do in order to be able to take the next simple step forward in my life. And it works every single time. And that is, I ask myself this one simple question. You ready? I'm ready. What's great about this? Okay. <laughs> now, that seems a little counterintuitive. When things are pretty awful, I got to be honest, I don't know about you, but I don't often default to what's awesome about this. That doesn't seem... Everything is awesome. Right. That, <laughs> You know, that seems like false positivity. So tell us how that works for you in real life. I, I know, I get it. It's like the it's the last question you want to ask. It's the last thing you want to think about. And that's why it works, right? And let me just first say that this is something I learned how to do. This is one of the first transformative questions when I was really getting into like the self-help space of wanting to transform my life and do that hard internal development work. So I can't take credit for this awesome question because where I got it from was in my 20s, I was going to a whole bunch of Tony Robbins conferences and he was kind of that first person to introduce the concept to me. And the point of asking that question is this, we get stuck in our perceptions of what's happening in life and whatever we think is true, it is. Basically, whatever you believe, like uh, who was it, Henry Ford? If you believe you can or believe you can't, you're right. Yeah. So what ends up happening is our brain will get stuck in a story because our brains have to make things mean stuff. That's how our brains work. And so when things feel like they're falling apart, the easiest thing sometimes for us to naturally default to is why this is so terrible. We have to tell ourselves a story. And that story is trying to serve a purpose. It's trying to help us, except telling yourself constantly disempowering stories like the economy is terrible. There's nothing I can do about it. It's all the inflation. It's never going to get better. It's just going to, well, until the next election, well, until this, well, you know, the market is tanking and I'm never going to get ahead. And if we keep being stuck with that story that we've got playing over and over in our head, we absolutely won't get anywhere. We will stay stuck. Those stories are designed to keep us stuck. Okay. I'm halfway there, but I can't let you off the hook just yet. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with Kate Bowler? She's fantastic. She's, she wrote a book and has a podcast all on the same theme. The name of the book is Everything Happens for a Reason and other lies I've loved. <laughs> and it's great to believe everything's looking up, everything's positive, everything happens for a reason until you get that cancer diagnosis, which is what happened in her case. And it's like, wait a second, what's the reason? What did I do to deserve this, right? What good reason could there possibly be in getting a cancer diagnosis? And so what do you say to that? That's exactly the example that Tony Robbins used 
I think it was, it was like a live training he was doing with like Chet Holmes or something like that, that I was watching. And he was talking about, uh, what's great about this. I have cancer, nothing, nothing's great about cancer. Right. Except we can always find something that's great about the new situation. If we look hard enough, because we can always find gratitude. The way gratitude works is even when there are some big obstacles, challenges, bad things happening, horrendous, terrible things happening, there are still things that we can latch onto, that we can be grateful for, that we can leverage in our life. And I have seen cancer do its worst in people's life right before the pandemic, like literally in February, before everything shut down in March of 2020. I had to do music for a funeral of a mother who left four children behind, died in her thirties mm. of cancer. All four kids had special needs. <sighs> yeah. And I'm sitting here like, God, where are you? Like, yeah. if there was a person that to me deserved being healed, it would be her. Like, and we were praying for that. And we were asking for divine intervention and her husband who was also um, studying to be a theology major. I think he's, he's working on becoming a pastor. I was kind of shocked by how he was handling it because he was the epitome of what's great about this. Hmm. And it's not that he enjoyed it. It's not, he felt pain. It's not that we're trying to put off what we're feeling. He was grieving. He was in moments of anger, moments of desperation. But at the same time, he was saying there are some amazing good things that have come out of this. And one of the good things that came out of it was at her funeral, he showed how faithful she was in really getting close to Jesus, which is really important to me and to him since we're Christians or believers. She was very inspiring to see. Well, showing that on the screen actually completely started to radically change several people's lives who are at that a life celebration service and started to change some things that that was negative in their life and they started to respond so we never know like how certain things can work together even if um, it, is dying from cancer great no, no we're not saying it's great that's not what the question is designed to do the question is designed to say i'm here now i'm here now so what's great about this what can i find that i can now latch on to and celebrate I'll never forget the email I got from this young mom's husband later. And he said, you have no idea how your music and how all the things that we shared has impacted people. And he started telling me all these stories of people who are touched by her story and her faithfulness as she was facing death bravely and how she was handling it. And, and her story changed people's lives. Just think about heroic people who have died for causes, right? You know, throughout history, our history books are filled with them. It's not great that they died. It's not, but what they died for made the sacrifice great. I think that the idea that you wake up each day with gratitude is a good one. And there's some really difficult circumstances. So not grateful for the awful circumstances, but finding gratitude in the moment that maybe you still have your health and you can get up and breathe fresh air or grateful that you have an opportunity to use your life to influence others and be life-giving to others for as long as you're here. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that frankly don't make a lot of sense, but you're here for a reason. And can you use your life to bless others? I really think that's what it's all about. And mm -hmm. uh, it's not, you don't have to make sense of everything, but what can you be grateful for today? And how can you be a positive influence for someone else? today, breaking it down into 
those next tangible acts and, and stop trying to figure it all out because life's going to throw you some curveballs. And if you try to predict every single move, uh, you're going to be really frustrated yeah. uh, because that's not how life works. And you so can't, no one, no one can do that, but here's every the day thing. unfolds, yeah. be grateful for where you're at, that you, you have another day and you're able to use your free will today to make it matter. The whole point of this question exercise, it's so simple, is to basically get you out of the disempowering story and into a more empowering one. Cancer is a pretty extreme one. We, we, could, we could find some less extreme, less painful ones, you know, but just to kind of tie that up, that song, right? Live Like You Are Dying. That's a pretty yeah. famous country song that uh, a lot of people know. Uh -huh. The whole point of that song is, well, I went skydiving, right? <laughs> I went, I started to actually live when I was told, oh, you have cancer and you only have X amount of days to live. That's kind of almost like a cliche thing now, right? That we say to each other is, oh, right. I want to live like I'm dying. When you're receiving a tough medical diagnosis, that's when you say, okay, what's great about this? Well, now I have to live each day for the day. Now I have to live in the moment. Now I have to prioritize my wife and my kids. Now I have to really take stock of my life and its meaning. Maybe that's a time you suddenly get spiritual for the first time and you no longer fear death or things like that. So there are good things that can come out of even the most extreme circumstances. But let's take your 401k right now, right? That's a big one, right? It's uh, markets down again today. I was just looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> of course I was. Well, I mean, what's great about this, right? Well, for me in my life, when we were freaking out a little bit about what are we going to do with our retirement accounts and stuff, I ended up finding a mentor who taught me how to trade. So what's mm -hmm. great about this is I've now taken, because I'm like, I can't just leave it there. I have to figure something out. I then took matters into my own hands, learned a new skill. And what's great about this is I'm learning how to trade around a bad market. I'm learning how to actually keep my money safe now instead of just, oh, well, it's going to do what it's going to do, right? Um, uh, this week, having challenges in my business, very frustrating, feeling like all the things I'm trying, nothing's getting ahead. But when I sat back and I said, okay, well, what's great about this? I started saying, well, the challenges I'm having today are so different from the challenges I had last year. Look how much I've grown. What's really great is I'm always going to have challenges, but look at the caliber of my challenges today. Boy, haven't they changed in a year? A year ago, I would have said I would love to have the problem of this. And now I have the problem of this, right? So the story, that question changes the story. And when you change your story, you change your life. That is the point. I love that. We've both talked about a little bit in previous episodes about our fitness journey. And you know, you get stronger with resistance. And that's not just physical exercise. That's equally true when it comes to mental and spiritual exercises. And so not that you'd sign up for the challenges or the difficulties. Most of us would not, but it does somehow make us stronger to have those obstacles. There's the quote, the obstacle is the way. And, yes. and I think that's it. We don't know why certain things happen. We don't wish bad things to happen, but there is an opportunity there to grow. 
and and you don't want to say that to somebody that's received awful news. Hey, what's great about this? That's well, for well, you right? personally to ask yourself. That's not that's oh, you had cancer. What's great about this? No, right. no, don't do that. No, no. absolutely. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we're clear on that. But also, even for yourself, you have to be compassionate with yourself. And you so do. I think it, it's really checking in of like, what can I do with this to get stronger? How can I appreciate uh, something about today? And what's important to me and not waiting till you get a terminal diagnosis to start living your life. We all kind of put that off because we don't want to think about dying, but at some point you are. Yeah. <laughs> and so don't wait, uh, whether you only have a year to live or maybe you have another 50 or 60 years, you don't know. So why not live like you're dying today? And how do we do that? It's waking up every day and evaluating what truly matters and prioritizing those things today and not waiting until you're on death's door. Easier said than done, but I right. think that's so critical uh, because otherwise we do, we, we spend a lot of time and then we have regrets that we didn't get any further on our goals and another New Year's resolution comes and goes and they're like, why didn't we get any further? Well, it's because maybe we didn't take the time to stop down and evaluate of like, okay, well, I'm stuck in this situation. How can I use that Mm -hmm. uh, to advance on what's most important to me, my goals and my ambitions for life. And I saw this quote the other day that uh, I think it's applicable. It's from Doug Larson. And he said, wisdom is the reward you get for a lifetime of listening when you had preferred to talk. Ooh, uh, that's powerful. good. And it's not, not just about talking to other people when you ought to be listening. I think it's listening to yourself. Yes. That's well, where living in integrity is so important because Otherwise, I think that's what causes a lot of the anxiety and tension in our lives when we're staying so busy and you know on the treadmill and trying to keep up with all of the things and the commitments we've made, the expectations we've put on ourselves and, and we feel like others have put on us. And we're getting so anxious instead of stopping down and saying, what is truly important? What do I need to say no to today so that I can say yes to the ultimate things in my life? Yeah. And just to be clear one more time, Asking yourself what's great about this isn't about avoiding the bad feelings. It's about feeling the bad feelings, acknowledging them and saying, this doesn't feel good. I don't like this. Like you said, evaluation, like listening to yourself and then saying, okay, I hear you. Yes, this isn't good. This sucks. This is terrible. And at the same time, while this is terrible, what can we find that we can latch on to? That's great about this. And if you can, just like a muscle, just like you said, with fitness, you know, if you can begin to practice this more and more little by little in the small things, eventually you can practice this in the big things when the marriage falls apart, which I've been there. I've been there. I asked my question throughout the whole time when I thought my husband and I were going to get divorced. What's great about this? And I had to live from that part of my life when everything was falling apart. And if you can learn how to live from that part of yourself, then guess what? whatever challenges come, you're not going to be as it. afraid because you'll know challenge is going to come tomorrow. Yeah. Will there be a new challenge? Yes. The answer is yes. We never escape challenges. The purpose of life is to not escape challenges. Challenges are, are the game. That's how you play the game. <laughs> you know, the purpose in life is learning how to get better and better at scaling and overcoming new challenges. And when you're playing video games, that's half the fun, isn't it? So <laughs> it is. And we're here for you. So if if you're facing an obstacle, don't do it alone, first of all. And that's why we both are so passionate about coaching. We have coaches, we coach others. If we can be a motivation to you and and help you kind of 
see around the obstacle and find the good and what's great about this, we'd be honored to do that. You can send us a text, the number 559-574-3210. And we'll talk to you next time in the next Simple Step Podcast.